Koto and welcome to Primary Matters, an MPI podcast that delves into things that matter to our primary industries. I'm Carol Stiles, and in this podcast, I'll be taking a look at what's going on to keep our food and fibre industries thriving and safe. In this series, I'm catching up with people who have crucial and often surprising jobs to protect animals, crops, our environment, and the economy. It's kind of a case of, you do what? Uh, my name is Zona Sinocic, and I'm MPI trained and certified snake handler. Thank you. Yes, you did hear correctly. Zoran Sinovcic is a snake handler. There's about 20 of us across New Zealand trained, regularly trained in, New Ze- in Australia by professional snake handlers and catchers. And we go there every year or two just to refresh our snake handling skills. It wouldn't be a full-time job. No, not at all, because it's once in, in a couple of months or once in two months you'd have a snake call out. Um, maybe a couple of times a year it would be live snake, but most of the time it's either dead snake or snake skin or eel flushed out. People think it's snake. An eel? Yeah, an eel, yeah. yeah. An eel. Or sometimes it's a rubber snake, anyway, but you don't know until you get there. Oh, that's an exciting part of your job. It is exciting. It's something that takes your mind away from my main job, which is Asian food and traditional Chinese medicines, because that's day in, day out. Snakes is just a like, nice break. Have you ever had to deal with a live snake? Yes, yeah, more than once. Uh, it was quite easy, yes, yeah, so surprising, but it's quite easy because it was dead winter. It was very cold. It was a container of washing machines from Thailand. And the snake, once when they completed unloading the container, the snake was just right there. Uh, it's much more challenging when that happens in, in the summertime, when snakes are active. So it might take three or four hours to, f- to find a snake, to catch a snake, for example, in the, in the imported car. Okay, because the, the snake is not just gonna crawl out for you to catch it. You need to find it, and they are so good at hiding. Yeah, so that's, that's a lot more challenging, that's a lot more fun. Most of the time, what we think is that they would go in following the prey. And if the container is is, um, somewhere close to to bush, close to trees or green, and if it stays there open for a day or two or three, because sometimes it takes a little bit longer to load the container, that's what lies most likely what causes the snake to go in the container. Uh, Also cars, cars are full small, um, small pockets. So if they are scared, if they are chased by something else, they would go in to hide. So there'll be two most likely scenarios. Either they go in to hide or they go in to chase the prey, like mice, rodents. What sort of snakes have you caught? This was a tree snake from Thailand, uh, pythons, carpet pythons, and then another tree snake from Japan. Some of them are venomous, some of them are non-venomous over the years. There's, there's quite a collection of, of uh, live or dead snakes that we caught as a group in the last 20 years. When you get a call out to say, we reckon there's a snake in this container yeah. or in this car, how do you feel? What happens? Does your heart rate go up? It does because you don't know what it is. Uh, if there's a good notification with a lot of, lot of good information to tell, to indicate is it really a snake or not, is it dead or alive, then you're a bit more relaxed. But if you don't know, then you don't know what you're dealing with. Is it, is it just a normal snake? Is it, is it venomous snake? Is it some spitting cobra or whatever? Yeah, so you are a little bit cautious. You try to plan, 
but actually you can't play them because you don't know until you get there. The rule is there needs to be two of us. One is uh, the catcher and the other one is supporting person who's just controlling the area, make sure that nothing goes wrong. One of you plays the flute. <laughs> yeah, one of us plays the flute and the other one is you know, playing the, the catching game. Because so. uh, you on your own, uh, you, you can't have a 360 vision because you don't know. If you don't know where the snake is in the container in the car, you might put your hand in, in wrong place. So there's one person who's always securing and assisting just to make sure that the snake is um, monitored in some way and the situation around us is also monitored. Can they be quick? Yeah, they can be very quick. They can be very, very quick, and um, some of them can be aggressive, you know. And some of the snakes that we use for training in, in Australia, they are quick, they're very quick, and they also, some of them are really aggressive. They just rear up like cobras and shoot straight towards you. So you have to be prepared for everything. What can you tell me about the skills you need to be a snake catcher? Normally, it would be someone who's been with MPI for at least three, four, five years. So there's a good assessment about that person in terms of how calm and but still alert you can be. The training is organized in a way that you handle the most venomous snakes in a safe way. So it's safety first. It's safety first, and if you do things is, uh, in a way that they trained us, the risk is minimum. If you don't do it in a safe way, then, you, of course, you can get in trouble. There it is. Oh, that's a snake catching equip equipment. There's a hoop, bag, gloves, and the catcher, and the hook. And you travel with this It's in my car, it's permanent in my car. There are a couple of others uh, in other cars and uh, in other MPI offices. There's more equipment inside. This is also part of my snake handling equipment. You know what these are? This, oh, the, the gators, yes, yeah, yes, the gators, yes. Yeah. You need to put them on because sometimes when snakes panic, they will go up your trousers. <laughs> We've seen that happening. We've seen that happening. We have video clips um, and you can actually find those video clips on YouTube. Uh, here's another one. That's a Survivor. That's a first aid kit. Snake bite first aid kit. If it ever happens. What's in there? Uh, everything you need to have to do proper immobilization and pressure of um, person or limb has been bitten by snake. Oh, I used to watch those um, documentaries about snake catching in South Africa, Australia, uh, but not anymore because uh, a lot of these people are doing that just for entertainment. But uh, their actual skills and knowledge about snake is so, so superficial and uh, all I can see when when I watch is when I watch those documentaries now is mistakes mistake after mistake so, um, they're just wild animals they have the patterns of behavior they are not predictable um, yeah so whatever you see on TV <laughs> don't do it at home <laughs> Zoran Sinovchich an MPI snake handler and I'm Carol Stiles 
You've been listening to You Do What? A series in MPI's Primary Matters podcast. Thanks for joining me. Kia pai te rā.